Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with comic Eugene T. Barnes. Gene T. Barnes, how the hell are you? Hey, Brian, I'm good, man. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I'm never going to forget your name because you were Eugene T. Barnes. <laughs> that is the purpose of the T. Yeah. Uh, yes, Eugene Barnes is kind of blah. Um, and there's blah Eugene Barnes out there, too. Yeah, everywhere. Right. Like, if you Google <laughs> Eugene Barnes, you're going to find a bunch of middle-aged white accountants. <laughs> and you, so. are, you are like the opposite. You are well-dressed. You're, <laughs> not, you're you. not white. <laughs> but um, also, you have some interesting things coming up. Like, you, you do a, an act with your entire family, the wife and the kids. I do. Two little girls. Girls, okay. uh, eight and five. Shouts out Zoe and Zora. <gasps> What's um, up? Yeah. So yeah, uh, we run a show. Uh, started as an open mic. We call it Late Night with the Barneses. <laughs> and that's 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 us. So my wife's a singer songwriter. Has a whole band, whole thing. And so it's like a big variety act: music, comedy. You get the kids up there singing with the band. Dancing. And you you did it in Harlem for years, but now you're going to Brooklyn. Yes, Brooklyn. Okay. So we did it in, at Sylvana up in Harlem for a long time. Now oh, we cool. uh, kind of we started off as an expansion into Brooklyn. So there was both shows, and then. Savannah kind of fell off, so we, we're going to Brooklyn. Uh, the next one will be April 10th at uh, Cafe Bait out in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Okay, and is that a coffee shop, or does it also serve alcohol? It's just, I think it's just a coffee shop okay. for now. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's keep it that way. There's kids on stage here. <laughs> well, listen, hey. <laughs> They're my kids. They know what's going on. Like, they come out with us to these places, yeah. so they know what's going on. Because, no, the Savannah is a full-on bar. Like, it's a bar down there. Um, food and things like that. So it was an early show, so okay. they allowed it. But, yeah, my kids are used to everything I, I take them out and to see comedy shows and they're with me at shows and the comics always like freak out I can't do what I was gonna do <laughs> kids are here I'm like listen the bar, the Barneses are here we roll these kids, <laughs> these kids have heard everything uh, they know what to say what not to say just do your thing and so they've been and, on stage um, for years and kind of how has their talents evolved over time and what are you trying to get each of them into so man I mean uh, I wouldn't say we're trying to get them into anything we're more we have our eyes open <laughs> to see, you know, what, what their interested in. We don't want to be yeah. those parents, like, you know what I mean? Forcing yeah. them into stuff. Because you want to make sure they develop a positive, out, you know, uh, right. out, outlook, perspective on right. that, right. On that it's talent. It's associated, yeah. right, with something positive, not daddy made me yeah, do it. Yeah, because they're going to get, they're gonna, yeah. they would drop that thing faster That's than it. anything. So, yeah. yeah, so the big one uh, has gotten into singing, so she knows a couple songs and sings with the band behind her okay. and all that stuff. Wow. Uh, the little one, the five-year-old, we haven't gotten her to do anything yet. She, she like, I don't know if it's going to be her thing, honestly. She, she's just going to be reacting to you guys in the meantime she, though right yeah, okay yeah. So she's definitely there so she's absorbing i'm sure so we'll daddy told I... a bad joke <laughs> that's it yeah, it didn't work yeah. they know my jokes <gasps> back i've had the little one ruin punchlines though no. i have had that well I'm that's a... funny though yeah, it is it works yeah. i'm about to say the punchline <laughs> and then she she shouts it out because she knows it yeah, yeah. she's like dad you, the okay. room didn't like you i right. had to step in <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she saved it i guess but yeah. a lot a lot of your act is uh it sounds like i looked on your twitter bio where i follow you and yeah where can people find you on social is it you eugene t barnes across oh social Across the board, UGT okay. Barnes, everything. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Good. Yep. And then can they expect clips of your kids on the Instagram? There's some st- On the Instagram, yes. We used to do, like, when uh, Vine was popping, uh, okay. we used to do Vine and videos, and then we transferred to Instagram for a little bit. We haven't done them in a while, but, oh, yeah. So and the kids it, are on there. Yeah, I had John Field on here, and he is really a promoter of Byte. He says that's like Vine 2, and I, I think oh, it's six and a half seconds. Okay. And he says, you know, he, he's admonishing comics. He's like, if you would have done this on Byte, you would have been number one on the comedy page. 
Like that's how kind of early adopters okay. are doing well. And so the Barnes's kids, maybe they'll come into Bite okay. since they've yes. done well on Vine. I'm, I'm noting that. Yeah. Brian, I did, I did not know about Bite. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spread all that. this information that I hear. But hey, I haven't checked okay. it out myself because I'm not a smartphone guy. So mm-hmm. people could be feeding me lies. So okay, check it out yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I trust this guy. And so um, one thing I like though is if they go to your Instagram, they can not only see your kids, but it's you know it's actually entertainer children. It's going to be you know they don't have to pay lip service to the fact that your kids are cute. They are cute as hell and entertaining. Entertaining, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We we, we go for that. Um, I'm telling. I'm telling <laughs> the eight year old. Like, listen, you gotta start. You can't be relying on this. This cuteness is gonna fade. Yeah. You're, you're eight. Like, you gotta start really like. You're trying to get into vocal lessons and like all of that. Like, you gotta really like be able to do this because yeah, it's gonna yeah. fade. Yeah. Like, you can't. You know what I mean? Now it's just oh because she's eight. But then me and her mama like no, that was a half performance. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't give it all. You know, we were on our Joe Jackson on the side. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. But yeah, so yeah, looks will fade, but the talent yeah. will be evergreen. And yeah. so, um, but from your Twitter, I found out that you are Christian, and it, I mean, is that I actually making? Yeah, <laughs> I, well, you're a comedian, but you, you. One thing I liked is you said I'm PG-13, but sometimes people make me go rated R. Yeah. And so, how is that kind of manifesting yeah. itself in your act? So I mean, that pretty much like sums up my act i okay. think um i work clean on stage and then but when people hear clean i feel like they associate it with corny uh, automatically yeah and uh-huh. i really fight that um <laughs> my goal on stage is to like have it be an afterthought like after i'm done you've laughed and then you're like wait a minute he didn't he didn't curse so he didn't uh, do anything you know what i mean yeah. Not, like i hate i actually don't i kind of reject the term clean comic and especially like christian comedian okay i don't really i'm a comedian who happens to be yeah a christian yeah, absolutely, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah and i Went through a struggle with that actually early on because I was trying to, I tried to fit into the whole like church niche, you know, and performing in churches. But I found my stuff was a little too edgy for churches. Like, you know and what I mean? And that's sad because you probably were doing it for a reason. You're like, yeah. if I can get into this church circuit, yeah. I have automatic built-in audiences yep. every Sunday night or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And it, I found that it didn't, it didn't work. Um, and did Pastor Gary come up to you and say, hey, Eugene T. Barnes, it that one thing was risque. What was risque about it? You know, it was actually... Uh, let me see. It was, uh, I had a, I was actually performing at a, a shelter, the Bowery Mission. Okay. And they're like a Christian-based mission. And I was doing some stuff there, and it, it, just, it wasn't going well. And mind you, I'm not, like, if you find me offensive, then you're really not, like, you're not yeah. on board with, like, life. Like, because I just, I don't, like, offend, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm doing stories, family stories, you know, but what they, I think what they had in mind was church jokes, like, talk about uh, church, you know what I mean? I don't really do that. I said, I talk know. about life, there's things that we all go through, Christian or not, yeah. you know, me, the kids, the wife, whatever. And so it was it was going okay. And then I had uh, this lady come up. She was in charge of the mission at the time. She had, They were about to have a meal. She asked me to pray over the meal. Okay. And I prayed. You know, I grew up in church, so I'm like, all right, that's I pray, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, the prayer was anointed like i knew you had more in you than those little jokes oh. i was so offended. <laughs> she's little jokes to me like that's yeah. the that's the thing you know what i mean that's to her it was a compliment right right it's like you're going to heaven eugene t barnes and you're like well right. are people be gonna, gonna be laughing before i get there that's what's you concerning know, to you to me right it's all about the laugh right that's it <laughs> that is it like you get right be able to make the angels laugh that's, that's it but to her it was she dismissed that part of it yeah. it's like you, you know you have an anointing you can pray that's what it is go do that forget these little <laughs> these little jokes is what she said yeah. it sung like uh 
you're not saving people, I guess. But but really, you you kind of are if mm-hmm. you think that laughter can change somebody's yeah. life. And in certain situations, it might be able to. Yeah. If you get the right person in, in, in the audience at the right place mm-hmm. in his or her mm-hmm. life, do you think you can change what they're I, going through? I totally do. And that's been my experience. I've had people in, like, especially our family show. Um, I've had people in there. And we, it's like, some sometimes it's turned into a church service. Like, we've wow. had, like, the band going and, you know, people will come up. And then... When we started the show, we didn't put that out there. Like we never even said we were Christian. We just we just went. We just did the show. We sang like my wife sings Drake covers, and you know we don't do anything, you know, super Christiany. Yeah. But then we we somehow attract those artists. You know what uh, I mean? So it's there. It's kind of like the medicine and the applesauce type of <laughs> type of thing. You know what I mean? And so that's what I've realized that my calling kind of is is to instead of like the church circuit and being the people that already know you know about that stuff i'm kind of like the light in the dark places so to speak you're slipping it in and after they leave they realize hey man that ugt barnes he has some uh wisdom there right and it's making me kind of look at things i should be doing in my life or whatever i should turn in my family into the jackson five that's and then they get home and they realize it's not as easy as you make it look (laughs) not easy at all and so what were some of the things you were talking about on stage in front of the shelter that um I don't know, rub that woman the wrong way, do you think? Like, what in your, are you talking about, like, relationships in your marriage? Like, you're just talking about the realness that is marriage, but you're doing it from, you know, a constructive point of view? Mm-hmm. Def- definitely that. Um, just stories about uh, me, my marriage, my kids, and um, I, I do a bit, like, growing up, my dad was, uh, he was on drugs. Oh, okay. And so, like, there's stuff about that in there you know what i mean and, and the like, shelter people are like a little too close to home yeah for little, me. Right, right 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 but mind you you know the the uh people in the shelter actually the people that live there, they were like all on board with yeah. it. like administration had a problem oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean and so i think i think like that's what people in those situations need like they don't want to be like kind of talked down to or they need somebody that is like on their level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Has experienced what they've experienced in, in some that's form of That's sad, because almost yeah. the, per- per- the person intervening on their behalf shouldn't have, because that's what they wanted to hear. Right. The people in the audience really wanted to relate to something and laugh at it. Yeah. Because, I mean, not many people can make that kind of thing funny. I mean, I know mm-hmm. Kevin Kevin Hart did some funny shit about his dad being on drugs, and that was cool. Yeah. And then, I mean, did you see his recent documentary, how he actually brought his dad? Yeah. His dad's, uh, he's like, can I have $7,000 for my breathing machine? And it was so sweet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're, they're mending their relationship. Right, right. And then, um, so what can you... I mean, as a dad yourself, mm-hmm. you know, what's it like raising children when yeah. you've had, uh, you know, drugs in the background of yeah, your yeah, family? Yeah. There's a bit about that um, okay. that I do. Uh, so I say, like, because of the way I was raised, you know, my standards for what it takes to be a good husband and father are, are really low <laughs> because my dad, you know, because of what I grew up, you know, my kids want all these fancy things like shoes yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you know, my dad stole my shoes. <laughs> And sold them for $2. So, you know, my wife is always like, you know, why don't we go on any trips? You know, didn't you go on trips when you were small? Like, yeah, we went on trips. We went on trips to find our shoes that that my dad had stolen. We're going to go on a scavenger hunt and find these shoes. You know? Oh, there's some in the alley. Those might be yours. Let's take (laughs) those. Right. So there's bits about that. But, like, honestly, though, my dad... It's funny you bring up Kevin Hart. I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to make it behind him because our stories are so similar. Like right. with the dad on crack and, you know, his mom trying to raise me. I haven't and, heard the shoes bit, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I got my angle on it. Yeah. You know, I did actually go through the things, but the stories are really similar, like with what we went through. But I also like the fact that, like, it's a, it's a novel take, especially if you can kind of heighten the attributes of your wife or, like, yeah. why aren't we going on any trips? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I don't think he's talking about that. The scavenger hunt for yeah. the shoes is fucking yeah. hilarious. Thank you. Know? you. Thank <laughs> you. So, yeah, so there's bits about it. But honestly, like, my dad talked 
taught me and kind of like Kevin Hart says, like exactly what I didn't want to be. Yeah. So I kind of took it and ran like the exact opposite way. Like I don't even, I don't drink to this day. Oh, like, good. At all. Yeah, good. That can kind of, I mean, you can even be absent while you're present if you yeah. are on too much alcohol yeah. Too, yeah. too often, right? Yep. And it can lead into habit forming or dependency. And I guess, uh, I think I had a buddy who had a kid or something. He was like, ah, oh, what, you know, what? Uh, you know, what's, how to, how to be a good dad, stuff like that. It's like, well, I don't fucking know, but all I know is my dad is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And he really didn't, he just went to work, he came home and he was awesome. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so to me, it was more like he was, if you're a good person, Mm -hmm. then you just have to be around. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you're a bad fucking person, you should be absent. Yes, yes, no. But do you agree that it's, it's kind of being there? If you're a good person, it's being there. Brian, that's everything. Is it? That's what I tell people when they ask, like, how do you do it just to be there? Like, you don't have to have, there's no formula. You don't have to have, you know, an idea of how to do this there's no like, figure it out with your family yeah like, if you don't know figure it out with them because that was the bit i seen my dad time and time again choose things over uh, uh, us over to, our to family. see that choice you know be made I mean? at your expenses right that devastating right you know and and so that to me was was everything like all right no matter what i just gotta i gotta choose my family like i have to yeah. be there and they have to you see know? you make that choice and i and even in the kevin even in the kevin hart thing i think he's also being a good dad but one thing that was kind of worrisome is that he was talking about well he he was kind of obsessed with and i think even tiffany haddish had kind of r- mm-hmm. rubbed off on her the whole obsession with generational wealth like, I want the heart name to mean, mean something. I want to set everybody up for everything. And it's like, well, I mean, as long as you're also being a good dad, but to the extent your focus is on making general, generational wealth, and he even gave shit to his trainer. It's like, if you retire right now, could you that. could that you live hard. on it for the rest of your life? And I totally <laughs> empathize with the trainer. It's like, yeah. no, no, Kevin we, we like, work. Yeah, we yeah. work, but we know we're always going to work. Right. Whereas Kevin at heart seems to have this thing about, right. well, you should be able to retire with tons of millions of dollars yeah, at yeah. any time. It's like, no, no, I've, I've never had money. I never will have money, mm-hmm. but I will always work until the day I die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like, I definitely, watching the documentary, I feel like Kev knew the mistake that he made, in, especially in oh, the, in, the, in the, the trainer the and all that. Yeah. Right, right. That, that was situation, something. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. But I think, though, I honestly think, I have to pull this card, but it's different because Kevin is a black man. Okay. And I don't, I don't think we are, not to say that all white people are, but we, us for sure aren't used to having generational wealth and, yeah. or don't even know many people with generational wealth that look like us. Yeah. So I think in, that, in our community, that's a bigger thing. He also and wants a, to be an example? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. To, to him, his kids, and to, you know, to other people coming so up legacy, behind him. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, we haven't had many examples i don't think you know, okay compared so to, yeah. he kind of has a dual role here it's not only yeah. as a father yeah but as kind of a you know an icon or whatever yeah. and so how is eugene t barnes going to take that family show which mm-hmm. is coming up in brooklyn mm-hmm. april yep. april 10th yeah and it's called something the barnes late night with the Barnes. late night yep. with the barnes how bait. yeah how is he going to turn that from uh the harlem location mm-hmm. to the cafe bait mm-hmm. to uh kevin kevin hart icon Man, um, there's got yeah. I know that you you got it planned out. It's it's somewhere. Man. It's in that beautiful it's, it's, suit coat of yours. Listen, it's definitely in there. Uh, that's kind of the goal. Um, we just gotta right now. So what we're doing is using the open mic as a just like a training ground. I guess guess we're like rehearsing and trying to get it. And what we really want to do by the end of this year is to have the show polished, ready, at least an hour of comedy, music, whatever we do. The Barnes family. The Barnes family. But it's also an open mic so other people can get up there? Yes. So that's how it started. So it's an open mic with us. We perform in between, kind of open it up, and then we invite people out. Um, But we're looking to have it, like I said, by the end of the year, just an hour of the Barneses. Yeah, I would think you could do that pretty easily, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, the the challenge was like, because I'm a comedian and my wife's a singer, 
we we always were kind of together, but not really performing together. We kind of performed um, alongside each other. Okay. So I'm getting into like music. She's getting into a little bit of hosting more. So it's more like integrated. Good. So that's the that's what we're kind of working out. But then by the end of the year, we want to have it where we have a, a show together. We get a venue, and then we can invite whatever you know industry connections we Good. might have for people to come out see what we do. That's, that that shit is crazy interesting because yeah. even uh, Bonnie Q Harris was on here, and mm-hmm. she has a mother a mother daughter act where they're doing okay. impressions. Okay. And it's at the pit, and and it's where the mother will do older impressions. Okay. The daughter will do younger impressions. Even like she does a Sebastian Maniscalco, which is amazing. <laughs> and then they interact with each other. And why it's okay. so interesting is because you want to see Catherine Hepburn interact with or love after Sebastian Maniscalco uh-huh, uh-huh. and so like in, in your show too uh, keep what is it with the Barneses Catherine Late is Night with the Barneses Late Night with the Barneses yeah. I'm gonna get it sometime yes, it. so Late 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 Night with the Barneses like that would be so interesting to me to see an, a truly integrated show with all your talents kind of showing off especially if the kids are getting involved mm-hmm. and you said the one one daughter one daughter singing like crazy yeah singing okay. like crazy and, so yeah, yeah. yeah and so, she actually just got into um, the McDonald's Gospel Fest it's like a gospel competition and wow. concert that uh, comes to Newark every year in the Prudential Center. Oh, so, yeah, so, so she's got some. She's got some shots. Yeah, Wait, yeah. she's going to perform for fifteen thousand. It fits fifteen thousand. Oh, okay, so we'll see how much they they fill it up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. if she can do <laughs> if she can do that, surely the Barneses can have their own. You know, a, a couple hundred seat theater, yeah, right? So that's what that is the goal, right? We're yeah. hoping, yeah, to to do that, to fill it out and you know get the interest. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. they're gonna find out like the upcoming show, but it's April tenth. It's at mm-hmm. Cafe Bait in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. It's yep. keeping. Hold on, late night with the Barneses. Late night with the Barneses. And then they can find that, like you know, that show, all the other shows at Eugene T. Barnes yeah, across Eugene all Barnes, social. Yep. And then there's a Instagram at late night with the Barneses. And check we out those ador- adorable, talented children. Yes. yes and yes. I mean, they gotta stop just being so adorable because some. Someday those looks are going to fade. Come on, man. Gotta, listen, you're going to you know? be 12. Nobody's going to care. That's <laughs> Like, listen, how cute you are. You won't be cute. You're going to be 12 with an attitude. So you got to back it up. This man <laughs> is on his way to create generational talent and hopefully genera- generational wealth. Yes, hopefully. Right. Kevin Hart's listening, right? This, the streets is watching. Kevin, are you listening? Yeah, Kev, if you're listening, man, <laughs> at Late Night with the Barnes, <laughs> check it out. Okay? Late, Give us a special. Late right? Night with the Barnes is Eugene T. Barnes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian.